because I think all of us have the hope that we're going to start the new year fresh and with new vigor and intentionality and high hopes. And I mean, this is the whole theme of New Year's resolutions, right? Like we all want to start the year strong. However, I want to caution you because I think sometimes in our aspiration, when we don't meet that with honest reflection, we end up misguiding ourselves in all the days and weeks and months to come. Hey mama, I'm Ashley and welcome to the Veggies and Virtue podcast. In this podcast, you will find simple menu ideas, kitchen organizational systems spelled out for mom life and feeding tips and tricks that are both evidence-based and grace-laced. I believe that you can find flexibility when it comes to feeding your family so that you can feel calm, capable, and connected in the kitchen. As a registered dietitian and Christian mom of three myself, I want you to break free from the mealtime battles and to feel equipped while feeding your kids all day long. Pull up a stool at my kitchen counter and let me pour you a cup of coffee and say a quick prayer for you. It's time to chat about the mealtimes, messes, moments, and ministry of motherhood. So this year, one of the things that I did do like in November and early December, knowing that once the holidays got going and my daughter's birthday was here and we go on a family trip this coming week and all the thick of the the season hits, I wouldn't probably have this space or be able to create much physical or mental space for this 2023 planning, I did do it in advance. One of the things that really struck me that I want to share with you on this episode is thinking about how you're starting your year and the direction that it's going to lead you. Because I think all of us have the hope that we're going to start the new year fresh and with new vigor and intentionality and high hopes. And I mean, this is the whole theme of New Year's resolutions, right? Like we all want to start the year strong. However, I want to caution you because I think sometimes in our aspiration, when we don't meet that with honest reflection, we end up misguiding ourselves in all the days and weeks and months to come. Because often what I see happening both in my own life and with the families I work with is that sometimes in our pursuit of ease and efficiency, we end up inadvertently becoming lazy. And I'm going to share a personal example of how I saw this happen in my own life in 2022 and something I would hope to help you prevent yourself from in the upcoming year. But I want us to think about how we can discern the difference between laziness versus ease. Because obviously as a dietitian mom, I see a huge place for putting in the effort to be intentional with our family's nutrition and the way that we're feeding our families. However, as a mom of three and the primary nutritional gatekeeper in my house, and my husband has a very demanding job, and you know we have the usual busy life that most families of five, I assume, do, I also need to be efficient and really mindful of where can I cut some corners to make our life a little bit easier. However, one of the things that I saw happen as I reflected on our own 2022 was uh, something I adopted in attempt to create more ease and efficiency through the use of Instacart. And Instacart shipped whatever grocery ordering service you might be using. These are not the the problem here. I'm not looking to sound as though I'm a victim to these services. These services can be great resources. However, my hope in that having this conversation will help to give you some guidance on how you can discern, discern 
the difference in some of these tools that you might jump into trying to use, especially at the beginning of the new year, where we're just that much more prone to hop on the next great sounding option and to try out the next newest thing or to whatever it might be, have this meal kit delivered or this meal planning software installed or this grocery app deliver. Whatever these things might be, in and of themselves, they're fine tools and they can be really effective resources for us, but we need to use them cautiously so that these efficiencies don't end up end up inadvertently creating laziness where we need to have sustainable habits. So first what I want to do is differentiate from my vantage point and for this conversation how I perceive laziness versus ease because I think that those words can get thrown around pretty loosely within the health community and sometimes as moms unjustifiably we feel lazy if we do something a certain way when it comes to feeding our kids say, give them back mac and cheese or chicken nuggets for dinner versus ease being something that we really don't need to feel guilt or shame around, but that we need to really embrace as part of the rhythms and routines that help our family function, not only here and now, but for the long haul. Because in January, there's going to be a lot of efforts we see, we see others do that are going to be quick sprints. And they're going to burn out and they're not going to have the rhythms and routines in place to sustain the habits that they want and ultimately are after over the course of the whole year. So in differentiating laziness from ease, as a dietitian mom, I'm absolutely okay with mac and cheese or chicken nuggets being a part of your family's meal plan because it gives you a dinner idea or a lunch idea or whatever it may be. That is easy. It is okay to have easy. Everything in our life as moms does not need to be hard. But so often, I think as moms, and I know I feel, you know, challenged by this often, we almost feel like we have to make hard things even harder. And feeding our kids can feel really hard. But rather than simplifying it and allowing ourselves to embrace opportunities for a sense of ease, we just make it more challenging. So, in terms of discerning, what is embracing ease versus what is just resorting to laziness? The way that I think about it is that laziness is going to breed additional overwhelm. It's not going to solve your problems. It's almost just perpetuating the inevitable and extending that sense of overwhelm. Counter that to ease. And ease is going to aid in creating order and a sense of organization. Even just saying it, I'm like, I can almost just feel the ease in it because it's like when there's just a sense of order and organization, efficiencies are kind of inevitable, but that sense of overwhelm is also suppressed and not in a quick fix, short-term type of way, but in a sustainable, almost rhythmic type of way because the things that I'm doing that bring more ease also allow me to maintain more routine. So I think of that mac and cheese or chicken nugget example. Rather than feeling guilt or shame about it, or rather than seeing it from the perspective of laziness, if I can use that meal of choice as an opportunity for an easy dinner, then it may help perpetuate more healthy meals as the week goes on. 
less burnout, added variety, and more enthusiasm to expose my kids to more things on the other night because I gave myself permission to experience that ease in a place where it was appropriately applied. And I think this is really important here because in the initial example I shared and the example I want to kind of layer into this conversation is things like Instacart. I think Instacart can add tremendous ease for families while it's a conversation in and of itself how it can impact grocery costs and things like that. For the purpose of this conversation, I want to think about how it can bring about ease if it is aiding in our family's sense of order and helping to perpetuate that rhythm and that routine that helps us maintain healthy habits. The challenge that I personally saw in our family's use of Instacart is I was trying to avoid the 20 plus minutes it takes me to get to a grocery store. And because as much as I love going into grocery stores and having the opportunity to physically shop, when, especially with, you know, packing up kids and buckling in and getting out of the car and potty breaks and all of that, I mean, we can be an hour in just to drive to a grocery store and home because of where we live. And so to me, the added expense and convenience and efficiency of Instacart seemed like something that could be a good option to try. And so in this last year, as I look at it, and as my annual membership becomes due, I look at it in the terms of, did this help promote ease in a way that added order to our family's life? Or did I defer more to a posture of laziness in my use of it that added to overwhelm? And for me personally, it was the latter. Because where before I had to really plan ahead to have a grocery list and make a plan to go to the store or at least to order something online with an intention of when I was going to pick it up. And some of these other modern day conveniences of online ordering and grocery pickup and things like that, those for our family further perpetuated the rhythms and routine and the healthy habits for me. Where when I had the opportunity to order groceries at any time of day and I didn't have to factor in the negative reinforcement of packing the kids up in the car, was it a good time, who was sleeping or napping or you know what time was it and where did we have to be next and did I have time to come home and unload the groceries before we had to do whatever our next thing was and all these different aspects of planning, it made me grow a little bit lazy when it came to thinking through what food we had, what food we would need, and what our meal plan for the next few days was. And so for me, as I reflect on the past year, what worked and what didn't, and I envision the things to come and what I think would aid us in adding order and organization in our home, I reflect on some of these things like our use of Instacart and ask myself, is that really something that helps me achieve my goals? Is it an efficiency that helps me to be more disciplined and to do it easier? Or is it an efficiency that actually brings more overwhelm and disorder? And for me as a mom, that was something I found. And I share that because I'm a dietitian and I feel like meal planning and grocery shopping and all of that is like a second language for me. It's very easy and it comes very naturally. And yet if I can find myself vulnerable to these efficiencies, I also want to caution you of how 
you might begin using some of these tools and how they may not serve your family as well as maybe they're intended to or they ultimately could or they may just be a sense of a quick fix solution for something that you really need better strategies and systems to be able to implement in your home. Because while there is most definitely a place in motherhood for us to be flexible and embrace an aspect of spontaneity as life happens, I see very few families achieving their health goals when they're flying by the seat of their pants. And I think that that's something that I noticed in my pursuit of ease and yet my adoption of something that just made me ultimately kind of lazy was that I wasn't disciplined enough to continuously achieve my health goals. And it felt much, much harder as the year went on to maintain some of those habits because I was using the wrong tools to do it and yet thinking I was going to get a better outcome of groceries delivered on my doorstep. And so I want you to ask yourself, what areas are you looking for ease and where do you feel most vulnerable to laziness? Because I think if you can have an honest conversation with yourself about this and going into it, be aware of the potential vulnerabilities that lie between discerning these two things, you can take it week after week, month after month, and attempt after attempt to identify which one is helping to create order in your family, which one is helping to perpetuate additional organization as it comes to planning the meals and the snacks and the grocery shopping and all the other tasks that are required to feed your family versus what things are you using and or unintentionally abusing in a way that is just kind of a lazy attempt to do the thing, but it's actually adding to the overwhelm you feel about doing that actual thing. So if this resonates with you, if this is something where you're like, yeah, I just... I'm trying the next thing and I think, oh yeah, the people who use Instacart, that's going to make their life so much easier. I should try it too. And then I start using it and then I look back and I think to myself, uh, I actually got further away from my goal rather than closer to it. I want you to join my upcoming workshop because I am going to give you the roadmap. I'm going to share with you five misconceptions, very similar to the misconception I had about using Instacart will make my life easier. I'm going to share with you five very common meal planning misconceptions I see with moms. And then I'm going to give you the strategies and the systems to understand how to effectively and productively organize your life and add order to the way you go about meal planning for your family that doesn't add another thing. You're still looking for the outcome of added efficiency and an increased sense of ease and that elimination of overwhelm. So I'm going to give you the tools to know how to do that in the upcoming year. I'm going to lay out the roadmap for you so you know the direction that you're going. You know the checkpoints that you need to make sure that you don't look back in the rearview mirror at the end of 2023 and think, darn, I really ended up so far from my intended destination. So I want you to join me on this journey in January as we go through this free one-hour workshop. Even if you can't make the the event live, 
you will have access to the free replay, but you have to be registered for the event in order to get any of this information. I'm not going to be replaying it here on the podcast. I will be sharing little bits and pieces over the course of the weeks leading up to and after it, but the only time you'll actually be able to get access to this free one-hour workshop with the 2023 roadmap is during the workshop. So go to veggiesandvirtue.com forward slash workshop in order to get signed up, and then you will get all the emails and upcoming details straight from me. Otherwise, that is all for today's show, and I will see you back here on Wednesday. Until then, make sure that you share this episode with a friend, leave me a review, tell me what you think of the show, and of course, be sure you sign up for the workshop.